Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Ready, Set, Mindful podcast. As usual, I'm your host, Carrie Bishke, and this episode we're going to dive in to why you need a therapist or coach. If you've been on the fence about getting a therapist or coach, uh, then this episode is for you. We're going to talk about what the difference is between coaching, therapy, and sports psychology. We're going to talk about signs you need help and benefits of working with a therapist or coach and how to find the best fit for you. So all super important, valuable information. So make sure to stay tuned for this episode and we'll dive into all that good stuff. So since it's been about two years since I've started, oh my gosh, that's crazy. It's been two years since I've started the podcast. I'm just going to go ahead and do a little reintroduction of myself, who I am, what my background is. In looking for a coach, you want, want to make sure that you really pick the best fit for you. So it's really helpful to do your research, figure out who the therapist or coach that you're going to be working with um, is and whether or not they're aligned and able to help you with what you're really looking for. So a little bit about what my background is that makes me a little bit unique is that I am an athlete who works with athletes. I work with triathletes, runners, swimmers, gymnasts, volleyball players, football and basketball players. So lots of teams, pretty much every sport. Uh, My age range that I work with, the youngest client that I've worked with, probably about 10 or 11 years old, up through 65 was my oldest client, who was also a badass triathlete. So, um, Lots of lots of range there from sports to ages. I am a licensed mental health counselor licensed in Florida and Washington state. So I see clients in both of those places. I'm also a coach or a clinical coach. Um, and we'll talk about kind of the differences in just a little bit. I also have my master's in sports psychology and have a lot of training in visualization, mindfulness techniques, meditation, lots of sports performance techniques that I use with my athletes. So that's a lot of training. Typically people who are sports psychologists have that mental health clinical training. So if you're working with a sports psychologist or looking for a sports psychologist, know that they have that clinical capability as well. They just like to work with athletes more specifically, like that's their niche. So I I like to have athletes and non-athletes that I work with to kind of you know, spice things up a little bit, but I do love, love, love working with athletes. I don't only work with athletes. I work with, I call them high performers or overachievers. So people like me, that's my niche, um, because I best know how to help those people because I come from that background, right? Like I'm an athlete type A overachieving person. And I know how to help people who also operate in that way. So lots of business owners, high-functioning stress ball CEOs, lots of, lots of folks like that who have high anxiety, high stress, maybe stress, stressful job that's bleeding over into their relationship or functioning in some way. And um, also with trauma. So I do have an extensive training in EMDR and trauma therapy. So for those of you who don't know what EMDR is, I do have an episode on that, but it stands for eye movement desensitization and reprocessing. It's an awesome therapy tool modality for people with trauma. So athletes also have a lot of trauma. They're not immune to that. Um, And so lots of athletes do come to me to help resolve some of their trauma so that they can have better performance as well. 
So the awesome thing for me is that since I have all of this mindfulness training, meditation, yoga, uh, EMDR training and sports psychology, and I'm clinically trained as a licensed mental health therapist, I have all of these tools. So I'm able to help people in a variety of ways. Um, so lots of different issues that come, you know, that come to me, relationship issues, transitions, injuries, um, and lots of sports performance stuff. I'm able to really have a lot of tools to help my clients. So that's something that really sets me apart that I, I'm, I'm really grateful for is that I have this really well-rounded training. I'm not just sports psychology specific. I also have all of this other holistic training that really helps me help my clients the best. So that's a little bit about my background and what I do for those people who have joined the podcast and um, didn't want to go back to episode one and listen to that. Um, a little about me as an athlete. I was a former professional volleyball player for, I played indoor volleyball for, um, gosh, like eight seasons overseas and then transitioned to beach volleyball over here in the States. Uh, I now play beach volleyball in Florida and I run marathons and do triathlons and I'm competing in my first Ironman this, uh, half Ironman this, this May, and I'm really looking forward to that. I'm doing my first ultra marathon in the end of January. So a couple of new things that I'm kind of adding to my repertoire this year, uh, and just love doing what I do. Love the podcast, love all of my listeners and audience. I get messages from you guys all the time, um, talking about how helpful these meditations were and solo episodes are for you. So keep those coming. I really love getting those messages. So thank you so much for your guys' support. It really means a lot to me. So we're just going to go ahead and get into the solo episode now and talk about what the difference is between therapists and coaches, right? So I know everyone and their mom on Instagram and TikTok offers uh, advice and tips and all of these mental health, um, you know, tools can be, they can be helpful, but they can also, it can also be really overwhelming and difficult to figure out, okay, who should I listen to? There's conflicting information out there. So that can be overwhelming because everyone wants to be a coach. Everyone's offering their coaching services and, um, and, and yeah, I think coaching is just such an open, like fair game for anybody can say that they're, you know, anybody can say that they're a coach and coach, right? Like you can start your own business today and just say, yep, I'm a coach. Um, listen to what I have to say, pay me for, pay me for what I I'm going to help you with. And you can do that. There's not a lot of barriers. So it's really like low barrier for people to enter into being a coach. So you have to be really, really mindful when you're picking a coach to help you. So you just want to do your research and your due diligence and make sure that that person has adequate, you know, education and tools and background that they can really, really help you. So yeah, it can be a little bit tricky to kind of find a coach who who can help you, right? So you want to do your due diligence, but it can also be really effective. So coaches don't have a lot of the limitations that therapists have, which is cool. Like I mentioned before, I have clients in uh, different countries and different states that I can work with under my coaching practice. Um, and that's really amazing. It really opens me up to be able to access more clients and for more clients to access me. Um, another big difference with coaches, it doesn't follow a medical model, um, which means that coaches are not 
And if they do run, (laughs) but they're not able to diagnose or do mental health evaluations, right? So anything like that, coaches are not going to be able to help you with. It's really a proactive approach. Coaches, if you're looking for coaching, um, you're someone that's going to want to address the future, like your future goals and what you're looking to accomplish uh, in the future. Anything in the past or present, you know, you're that's that's more potential trauma therapy, and that's that's therapy. Um, so yeah, with coaches, no diagnosis, no mental health evaluations. Coaches don't take insurance. Insurance does not cover you getting a coach. Um, and if you're high risk, like if you're someone with suicidal ideation, depression, eating disorder, or disordered eating and you have severe mental health, you're not a good fit for having a coach. Um, You could have a coach, but you need to have a therapist additionally, right? Um, So with coaching clients who are having those issues, you really, really want to make sure that you're getting therapy to, um, yeah, to just address some of those concerns. So coaching, amazing, but those are some key differences. You know, with therapists, um, therapists can offer different modalities. Like I talked about with EMDR, EMDR is like really amazing for rewiring your brain. Um, you know, neurofeedback also really cool. Um, cognitive behavioral therapy. That's like a traditional form of therapy. Um, it's, it's so effective. That's, I use that a lot. Um, CBT along with other tools that I offer, Um, There's a million and one modalities for therapists to use. So different approaches and different like theories and lenses that different therapists use with their clients. So just do your research there and figure out a therapist who aligns with, with what you're wanting, right? Like if you're someone that wants to address your trauma therapy, does this therapist have a background in that? Do they have these different certifications? Do they have this, the, the skills and the tools uh, necessary to help you. So do your due diligence there. Um, therapists address the wounds of the past and the present, right? So they help you figure out, we help you figure out where you've been and where you're going. So it's not necessarily like, oh my gosh, you're a child of divorce and you have all of these things that we really need to like dig into more so like, how are these issues that have stemmed from your past? How are they affecting your present day relationships, your present day performance? Let's look at these things, right? So we're not like digging. A lot of people like to think that, yeah, therapists just like to start at square one and dig, dig, dig and re-traumatize. And it's, it's not something that people look forward to, but it's more so for me, at least it's okay. How, what's coming up for you right now? And what is that attached to? And EMDR is a really freaking cool way to get a lot of work done in a really short amount of time. Um, so it's, yeah, if anyone wants to talk to me a little bit more about EMDR, I definitely geek out on that. And there's an our episode earlier, we talk about EMDR more. So message me if you're curious about that, but therapists can offer that. Um, if, if there are coaches that are offering EMDR as a therapy or other therapeutic modalities as a coach, unless they're a licensed therapist, I'd be pretty weary about coaches stepping outside of their ethics and outside of their, their scope of practice. So be just really mindful of that. That being said, there are a lot of therapists. I do have quite a few therapist friends who are coaches as well. 
So that's cool. Like if you're a therapist and you offer coaching, absolutely you're able to offer all of these like all of these therapeutic tools um and and be a coach, right? Cuz you have that clinical, you have that like mental health training background. So you're you're in good hands. Um so that's something to be said there. So long-term Um, long-term rewiring is really, you're looking for a therapist, right? If you're looking for short-term proactive approach, um, looking for someone to help you with your future goals, like a coach would be suitable for you. I personally have a therapist and a coach, right? So I have a therapist once a month. I do these, you know, I do just, I call it like filling my tank, like getting an oil change, right? So just checking in, just making sure the engine is clean, like everything's running good. Um, You know, that's what I use my therapist for. And I use my coach more for my business practice and for, um, you know, just just my day-to-day questions about running my business and my, my goals there. So it is super helpful to have both. So I would just lean into what sounds like it'd be the best fit for you, right? What are you needing? And then I talked about a little bit before, like with a sports psychologist or a sports psychology coach, um, right? Like those people you want to, um, you know, those people like to work with athletes. That's definitely their niche, but you just want to make sure, um, again, kind of doing your vibe check and research check, seeing where they come from, what they have to offer and how they're best able to, to help you right? So signs that you need one, signs that you need a coach or a therapist. Um, So if you're stuck in the same patterns that you've been in for a while and you're just, you feel like you're spinning your wheels, that's a really good indicator that you're stuck and that you need something to disrupt that pattern, right? Like what you're doing has not been working. So if you're stuck in the same patterns, chances are, you need a a therapist or coach. Uh, if you've tried to change on your own, but it hasn't helped, um, that's, that's another indicator, right? You want to improve your, you want to improve your performance on and off the court. So maybe you're noticing that some of those patterns that you're stuck in are disrupting your play or your performance, and you're not able to break past a certain, um, you know, a certain threshold, in your training or in your races or in your games, then that's definitely an incentive to get a therapist or coach, right? So that's when, that's when clients, that's when athletes come to me is when they're like, okay, I've either tried everything else. I've tried, I've tried everything on my own. I don't know what I'm missing. Like let's fill in the gaps here. So I see clients when they're at that point or when they're just so frustrated, like they, they don't know where to start. Um, and it's just too overwhelming, too daunting for them. They don't know where to start. So I get both ends of the spectrum there. Um, if you're someone that wants to have different responses emotionally, if you're sick of your same shitty emotional responses, um, call them like trauma responses, right? Oftentimes, like if something happens, um, say something small happens, I use this example a lot and with my clients, but if something small happens and you're response is a lot bigger than the thing that happened. So if your response is really unwarranted and unnecessary and you have kind of a blow up to something small, that's a really good indicator that your stress levels are way too high and that there's something else that we're missing. There's something that's slipping between the cracks that's happening that you're just subconsciously not aware of 
right? So a lot of times, and that's nothing against, um, you know, you, if you're not able to figure out what's happening, there's a lot of subconscious behavior drivers that are happening without our conscious awareness. We don't know like what's triggering us and that can be really frustrating. And so that's when, when clients and athletes come to me as well, they're like, Oh my gosh, the same thing keeps happening. I keep having the same response and it sucks. My relationships are suffering. My performance is tanking. Like, how do I fix this thing? Right? So we go over a roadmap and we figure out how we can best work together um, and figure out what these, res- you know, what these responses, where they're coming from, right? So that's super, super helpful to figuring out why you're responding, uh, why your emotional responses are the way that they are. So if that's something that you're wanting to work on, that's definitely something, uh, or that's definitely an indicator that you need to have a therapist, right? The emotional responses, um, really probably stemming from some trauma. So that's, that's more of a therapist's realm there. Um, the other sign that you would need a a therapist or coach is when your sleep and eating is impacted. So this is a tricky one, probably want a therapist for this one. Um, you know, coaches can help with, with sleep a little bit too, but anything with eating, go see a therapist. Um, because our eating is emotional, um, or our eating and having a history of an eating disorder or disordered eating, you really, really want to get someone who's well-versed in working with, working with clients who, who have had that history. Okay. So those are all indicators that you need a therapist or coach or you could benefit from one. Right. And we're going to dig into benefits next. So benefits of getting a coach or therapist, Right. They can help you with coping tools, okay? So they can help you with mindfulness techniques, with meditation, with visualization, any sports performance specific techniques that you're looking for, just tools, trauma tools. That's something that you're looking to to get out of therapy, right? So they can really help you with with coping tools. So a lot of the, the clients and athletes that I see get a lot of coping tools from working with me. I am super solution focused. That's the athlete in me. I really want my clients to see results. I want them to have metrics. I want them to figure out if they're progressing and identify like where they're not progressing and why. So I'm really big into having a solution focused um, approach to therapy because I want my clients to get something out of it. And I want you to sit and I'll say I'm in my chair, but only if you're in office in Tampa, do you sit in my chair, but I don't want you to sit there during our session for years and years and feel like you're not getting anything out of our sessions. Right. Um, so I do, I, I love clients to feel like they have tools and to implement those tools so that they can streamline their success. So that's something that's, you know, I think is really, really valuable. And I I hope that a lot of other therapists implement this as well. Um, even though it's not major job security for us, right? Like do you give your clients tools and load them up with, with tools that they can use so that they don't have to see you forever, right? Like, I don't want that. I want you to be successful. I want you to have tools. I want you to grow. And I don't, I don't want, I don't want to have you as a client forever. That's not my goal. Right. So that is, um, that's something that is definitely a benefit work with a therapist who helps you with coping tools. 
Another benefit is that you can just really build awareness around your specific issues. So I talked about this a little bit before the subconscious, uh, you know, behavior drivers that we have. So our subconscious drives a lot of our behaviors and a lot of our unhealthy behaviors that we're just not consciously aware of, right? So your therapist can help bring attention to your specific issues and ask you some questions that are going to provoke you to think about where that's coming from, right? And you'll have like an oh shit moment or an aha moment along the way for sure. But that's definitely a benefit um, that you're getting. And a third party outside lens who is non-biased and is just able to look at your situation and see the gaps. So that's something that when I, you know, when we're meeting together in our first intake, we kind of lay out your roadmap. We, I, I ask you a ton of questions, some which you may not think are related to therapy, right? About your sleeping, your phone time, your, your eating, all of these, all of these things that all contribute to mental health. And we figure out, I, I take notes of where your gaps are, right? Like in exercises that we can use and implement to get you from A to B. So we get a roadmap um, that helps you build awareness around these discrepancies that you're having, like with your goals, right? So that's definitely a benefit. Um, therapists and coaches can also help with goal setting, insights, and accountability. So I do have a lot of high functioning clients. So a lot of my athletes who are really successful in what they do and a lot of my business, you know, clients who are professionals who are really successful in their business. And it can be really hard, first of all, to seek therapy when you're or or coaching when you're super successful and feel like you have a little bit of a chip on your shoulder. (laughs) And I know that was that was my case forever. Um, I can do it all on my own. And then you reach this plateau and you're like, okay, well, I don't want to, I don't want to be the idiot that just doesn't ask for help. So eventually, so now look at me, I have a therapist and a coach and I'm super happy and feel really good about it. And I'm thriving in, in, uh, in my life. Right. So I want that for you. So sometimes, you know, my clients just come to me for accountability and they're just doing their weekly or monthly oil change. And that's enough for them. They're just like, Hey, I have these goals. I want some accountability, like check in with them with me, give me some ideas. Um, and, and so with my coaching clients, that's a lot of the time what I do, I help them with goal setting insights, accountability, allow them to see like what they're missing maybe, and, um, and how they can reach their goals and we can get them from A to B. So figuring out the best fit for you, you want to get someone who gets you, who gets your world, who understands your issues, you know, that's going to take a lot of pressure off and that's going to save you a lot of time and having to explain yourself and your background and where you're coming from. Obviously professionals I work with, different people have, you know, niche jobs and careers, but we have this overarching connector. Like I get high stress situations. I get high stress jobs. Um, and so the nitty gritty isn't so, isn't so much as, you know, as important as someone who gets the, the high stress, who understands you wanting to perform optimally at the highest level possible. That's really important, right? So picking someone who gets you, gets your world, gets your issues and is well-versed in those. Um, and then the next piece is someone you feel comfortable opening up to, doing like a vibe check with, you know, that's why I do my 
free 15 minute consults with new clients, right? Like it's, it goes both ways. Like, do I want to spend time with you? Yes. Therapists ask that question, (laughs) right? Do I want to spend time with you? Um, can I help you? Those are, I mean, I don't really ask like, do I want to spend time with you? My, but I mean, I, I'm thinking that for sure. Like when I'm meeting with a new client in our 15 minute consult, I'm thinking, okay, is this person in my niche? Like, can I help them? Right. And what are their issues that are, you know, what are their biggest issues that they're struggling with right now? And like, is that a specific, is that a group, a great fit for me and what I do? And if it's not a great fit for me and what I do, I refer out. Right. And that's what good therapists should do. Right. Like if you're coming to me and I'm not well-versed in OCD, which I'm not, I would refer out to this really amazing therapist that I know who specifically works with clients who have severe OCD, right? So we want to do a vibe check and make sure that I'm a good fit for you and that you're a good fit for me. And so that's really important. So if you're looking for a therapist or coach and that's not me, that's not someone and I'm not a good fit for you, right? And and you're doing a 15 minute consult with someone else, really take advantage of that and do a vibe check. Can this person help me have a list of questions ready for them? Um, and just do your due diligence there. And, and you want to be able to have confidence that they can help you. That's the biggest thing, right? You want to be able to, to have confidence and be able to trust them because you're going to be really vulnerable and you want to, you want to be in a space where you feel like you're not, walking on eggshells or this person reminds you of your mom, like that's awkward and it's not good. It's not going to be helpful for you. You're not going to, you're not going to grow. Okay. So I'm an athlete, works with athletes, specialize in working with clients who need help with stress, boundaries, performance, anxiety, perfectionism, people pleasing, things like sleep routines, injuries, and trauma. That's my jam. You know, I help clients with mindfulness and love to incorporate all of these different tools into my practice. So if I'm a good fit for you, awesome. Make sure to contact me, shoot me an email, go to the website that this wasn't enough for you. And if I'm not a good fit for you, now you have all of these tools. You have this template, this framework so that you can go and do your research on your own and figure out someone else that could work for you or your kid. If you're looking for therapy or coaching for someone else in in your life, then definitely go, go and do that. You have a template for that now. And if I'm the best person for you, make sure to reach out to me, share this episode with someone who could be looking for a therapist or coach and is just maybe on the fence and needs just a little bit more info then this episode hopefully should have provided some of that for you. So if you have any more questions, anything, I'm always happy to answer those. Make sure you you DM me, you can uh, on Instagram, you can shoot me an email. I'm always happy to respond to those for you guys. So hopefully you got something out of this episode. Thank you guys so much for joining me and just for your continued support. It's my two year anniversary for the podcast. So I'm just kind of reflecting on how far I've come and where I've been going from, you know, struggling to put out episodes consistently and now being on a weekly scheduling basis and 
having hired like a social media person to help me. Like I've, the business has grown so much and the podcast has grown so much and I'm so grateful just for all of your support. So make sure you also DM me or email me if you guys have any ideas for future episodes. I'm always happy to take those into consideration. I'm super excited about the episodes we have coming ahead. I got some really badass guests that I'm looking forward to uh, having conversations with. So again, I hope everyone has an amazing rest of your week getting into the the holiday spirit. If that's your thing, um, take care of yourselves, be well, and I will see you on the next episode. Thank you so much for joining us on this episode of the Ready, Set, Mindful podcast. Make sure to join us next week as we have another episode for you. If you haven't checked out readysetmindful.com, make sure to check out our free mental toolkit to optimize your performance. And if you're not following us on social, make sure you do that. We're on Facebook and Instagram at Ready, Set, Mindful. Make sure to leave us a review if you liked what you heard. Always look forward to seeing what your guys' thoughts are. We will catch you on the next episode.